Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Equip and Mobilize to Evangelize podcast. My name is Tim Mahan, and this is my beautiful bride, Lisa. Hey, hey, everybody. So this is our very first podcast uh, for this particular topic of evangelism. So in this episode number one, we want to define what evangelism is. Mm-hmm. What would you define evangelism evangelism as? So from the word uh, in the Bible, the word for evangelism Wait, that I... In the Bible? In the Bible. <laughs> the word that I get is it's to announce, declare, show, preach the gospel. So... It's to preach something good. It's to preach a good message. That's what evangelism is. That's what it means. And we don't want to get super deep into it because it can get a little bit confusing. But evangelism, that word evangelism, is not specifically in the Bible. Yeah, you're right. That word you're not going to find there. But you'll find phrases like preach the gospel, which, of course, we know as evangelism. So uh, whenever you see that phrase, like preach the gospel in the Bible, that's exactly what it's talking about. It's talking about evangelism. Mm-hmm. And and I love, I love though, were you going to say something else? I was just going to go on to the, I guess, the Christianity version of it, the Christian version of evangelism, but go ahead. Um, it, no, that's what I was going to do too. It's, it's to preach the good news. <laughs> <laughs> it's to preach the gospel. And so the good news of, of Jesus Christ is the unconditional love of God and that God has um, made us partakers. He's qualified us to be partakers of his kingdom. He's qualified us to be partakers of everything that God has for us. And so it's a good, it's a good message. It's like a love message. Yeah, we've heard people say that if you were to look up definitions, and again, we're not getting that super deep into it, but it's almost too good to be true kind of news. That's how good it is. It's almost too good to be true. And really, what it comes down to, there's not any news better than Jesus and what he's done for us and who he is. And that's what evangelism is. It's sharing that that good news of Jesus Christ, like you said, uh, to the people we come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God God loves us, and He has a plan. And so mm. for every single person that is created and, and born and unborn, I, I shouldn't go there, but um, just anybody, God created people. He loves yeah. everybody. Everybody who is conceived, God mm-hmm. loves. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. And so um, evangelism is not, though, just about salvation. Yeah, this is what's going to be trippy to some people. And actually, let me read. <laughs> I'm just going to... We're familiar with John 3.16, um, but John 3.17, people aren't as familiar with. So I'm going to read actually both of those scriptures together for context. So John 3.16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, we know that to be Jesus, of course, and that whosoever believes in him, in Jesus, should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then verse 17 goes on to say, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that word saved there is the Greek word sozo. And if you look up the Greek word sozo, Mm-hmm. It is not just salvation, like going to heaven when you pass away. It's a lot deeper than even that. Mm-hmm. It means, so Thayer's definition of the word sozo, that word save there, it means to save 
keep safe, sound, rescue from danger or destruction, um, to help one suffering from disease, to make well, heal, restore to health, save from destruction, uh, rescue. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's so much more than just what we would call salvation, which is going mm-hmm. to heaven when you accept Jesus into your life. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that evangelism is not just salvation then because the good message, a good message is not just about um about salvation, about whether you're going to go to heaven or hell, which is obviously the most important, but there's more to it. I, yeah, there's definitely more to it. And I'm glad you specified that the most important part of salvage, salvation is whether somebody is going to heaven or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ultimately, when you evangelize, what your main goal or focus is to do is to introduce Jesus to people who don't know him so that if their heart is open to receive, they can have him in your li- in their life, and then when they pass away, they will, you know, go to heaven and be with him forever, mm-hmm. uh, like all believers would. But yeah, it's not just about that, but of course, that's the biggest piece of it. Mm-hmm. And so when we are, because uh, we're mobilizing here, we're equipping and mobilizing to get out, and so because of that, we are talking about evangelizing to people outside uh specifically we're talking about people being evangelized to outside of the four walls of the church and so we're talking about their salvation but also the healing their healing and deliverance yeah i i think probably an easy way to look at that is if you read the gospels and how jesus interacted with people um he never you know kicked the door into the synagogue and rolled in there yelling i'm the son of god you have to receive me to go to heaven, what he did was he always met people where they were at, and, mm-hmm. and he took care of of needs that they had. Mm-hmm. And when you go back to that definition of salvation, where it's, you know, healed, delivered, and and all the other words that were accompanying that, uh, those are the needs that he met. When somebody was sick, he healed them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good news. Mm-hmm. When, when we pray for someone to receive healing, that's evangelism. That's introducing mm-hmm. Jesus to them to meet that that need that they have right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whether the person is, so they need healing, they need salvation, they need the love of the Father, they need an identity um, transfer, they need a good, transformation yeah. in their identity, they need, um, they need to be encouraged, they need to be set back on track, they need to be um, edified with the Word of God somehow. I mean, there's so many different ways Right. Yeah. And and like you said before, I guess the bottom line really is the, the way that we define evangelism, it's simply going outside the four walls, like you said, of the church. And it's bringing the love of God and the power of the gospel that comes through the Holy Spirit inside of us and upon us mm-hmm. uh, to introduce Jesus to people again, to meet whatever needs they have ultimately for them to receive Jesus into their heart and be saved. Mm-hmm. And so I love that because for it to be pure, pure God-given evangelism or preaching the God, preaching the gospel, the good news, it has to be a good message. It is. It can't be, well, it can be, um, and it has been <laughs> over the years. Through some people, it can be a bad message, but that the point is that if it's not good news, it's not the gospel and it's not true pure god-given creator of the universe evangelism right and you know sometimes um sometimes christians the body of christ haven't 
painted the best picture of evangelism either, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes people do have interactions with, um, let me say it this way, sometimes unbelievers have had experiences with Christians where the the message being relayed to the unbeliever was not necessarily a good message, mm-hmm. right? It's one of those, you know, turn or burn. God hates the lifestyle that you have and, you know, all the negativity things that, that people have said, negative things that people have said to unbelievers before, when really it comes to that scripture in Romans where it says it's the goodness of God that leads man to repentance, repentance, right? We want the goodness of God. The good news is what we should be sharing with people. Mm-hmm. And it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's so simple. We complicate it. Yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> Humans th- complicate it. It really comes down to, that's <laughs> true. It really comes down to, to an unbeliever. Hey, do you believe in the gospel I just shared about Jesus, the fact that he died for you on the cross, he was in the grave for three days, he rose again, he ascended into heaven, mm-hmm. he is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in him, yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yes is salvation. No is not salvation. Mm-hmm. Right? And it doesn't mean that everybody only gets one opportunity to ask that question because God wants everyone to be saved, and he's going to do what it takes to give everybody an you know, ample opportunity to make that crucial, wise, and right decision to accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So <laughs> defining evangelism is um, can be tricky, like we said, and that's why we wanted to break this down. Um, and like Tim said, it's it's going outside the four walls. And so Matthew twenty eight nineteen through 20 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So it's it's going going outside and teaching people and baptizing them and um, bringing the Holy Ghost. And so it's the, bringing the good message outside of, of just um, fellow believers and... Um, Right. Outside those four walls. Outside those four walls. And so bringing that good news outside the four walls. Yeah. And the simplicity of it um, reminds me of a friend of ours. Uh, His name was Mike. Mm -hmm. And when we used to, uh, we used to volunteer at the local rescue mission here in Colorado Springs. And one of the things that we would do is we would pray with people. And um, we had met this guy named Mike. Uh, At the time he was, um, he was living on the streets, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was living on the streets. And um, he was not saved. And so he came into the little office where we were praying with people. And so Lisa and I had the opportunity to minister to him. And that was one of the things he said was, you know, basically it's, it's, it's really this easy. Like this mm-hmm. is all it takes is believing this. Mm-hmm. And he had been, I guess, he had been given a false idea of what it took to be in God's good graces, so to speak. And so he was surprised to hear that it was as simple as receiving Jesus into his heart. And that's, that's what salvation is. It's introducing that, that simple, cut and dry, black and white gospel message mm-hmm. of who Jesus is and what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what saves people. Mm-hmm. That's what saved Mike. Mm-hmm. That it's a gift. And usually when you give someone a gift, you don't want anything back. I do. No, no, I don't. Of course not. That's not a gift then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's tricky because uh, we, we want to give gifts, but we look at, we look at uh, 
Like we look at ourselves when someone gives us a gift instead of looking at the giver of the gift and Mm. that the giver of the gift is the one that's just giving it to us freely. Instead, we sometimes feel like we have to try to participate or earn it and earn it somehow. And so with God, he said, it's a, you know, salvation is a gift. Yes. And so that's another good news part of the, of the message (laughs) that he's bringing. And so, um, if you've been if you've been in a place where you think that you have to work for your salvation, I'm here to tell you you don't, and I'm here to tell you it's free, and God loves you. Yes, you know there are so many like scriptures in the Bible that talks about salvation. What I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. What's your favorite one? If you had to pick one, a favorite salvation scripture? Yeah, uh, I think it would be Romans ten thirteen, and it says um, you can look it up while I'm saying it, but you're good. I was going to look it up to cover Roman, you in case Romans you forgot. Romans 10, 13, I need to be covered. So the word is living and powerful, you guys. So sharper than a two-edged sword. That's Hebrews. Where the word is alive. We need the spirit and the word. But it says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I love that because it's just simple, and I can remember that quicker because it's just one verse, one Romans 10, 13. And what's yours? Uh, I think it would be, it's also in Romans, Romans uh, 10, 9, and 10 says that, uh, well, now I'm drawing a blank here. Hold on, let me get there. No, it says, uh... oh, it's, it's whoever confesses. So let me go there to make sure I'm not messing it up. That if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So basically what that's saying is mm-hmm. if you confess Jesus to be the Lord and Messiah, and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, that then you will be saved. Mm-hmm. So I like that one because it it has you confess it and also believe. Mm, believing is super important. It is very important. <laughs> That's you the have whole to believe aspect. to receive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um, so there might be, well, I know there's a ton of other salvation scriptures that are in the Bible. And one of the things mm-hmm. we would encourage you to do those of you who are listening, is take some three-by-five cards Mm -hmm. and write some salvation scriptures on those three-by-five cards and put them up around your house. Mm -hmm. Like put them on, you used to do this or you still do actually, Mm -hmm. put scripture up on the mirrors in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So when you're in there getting ready, you have all these scriptures to look at and it helps you memorize them. Uh And it's super important because then when you're ministering to someone, because we're in this, remember we're talking equip, or... What do we call it? Equip and mobilize to evangelize. Equip and immobilize to evangelize. And because of that, we're equipping you to evangelize to people. So you're going to share the good news message. And so when you know scriptures, you can bring people to the scriptures. You can show them the word and where it says it in the word and what God said. Right. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit brings things to our remembrance, but it's good for us to have scriptures in us for the Holy Spirit to remind us of. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's good to memorize scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so finally, we just want to re- remind you guys that when you're, you know, when we're defining evangelism and we're talking about that, that there is no formula. And so we oftentimes in our culture, especially we want a formula for everything. We want a system, a, a model, you know, a mode, we want Mm. some kind of way to do stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's when you spend time with the Lord, like we're saying, and prepare by knowing and memorizing scripture. But um, there's people are so different. 
and how they receive is different. Um, and how you talk to them is different. So you're going to basically talk to them, um, just being who you are and, and use the word and see what God wants to do, how he wants to do things and not get caught up. I guess what I'm trying to say is encourage you not to be caught up in a way that it has to be done other than you know how to, you know how you got saved and you know salvation scriptures. And then when the moment comes and the time is right, you're just going to preach the good news to someone through that scripture and they're going to get saved. Yeah. And it's so, so very important. One of the things that we really want uh, in our ministry and we're growing in is to be spirit led and kind of what you're getting at there. Whenever we're ministering to somebody, um, we don't want to just have one way of doing it every time, because like you said, people are different. Mm-hmm. And if we're listening to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's going to give us the words to speak. He's going to, you know, show us who we're supposed to minister to and how. And because the Holy Spirit knows best, mm-hmm. the way people need to hear things for their heart to be open, we don't want to be locked in on just one way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it if you want to use tracks or if you want to use, um, if you want to read something from a card or if you want to hand somebody something. And that's good for people to reference back to things. But the Holy Spirit is a person, is a third person of the Godhead, the Trinity. And so. The Holy Spirit is not a formula. The Holy Spirit is a person and lives in you when you're a believer. And so you have, like, you're loaded. You have everything you need to preach the good news. You are loaded for bear. You are loaded for bear. (laughs) For bear. (laughs) Yeah, the Holy Spirit inside of you and the Holy Spirit upon you will give you the words that you need to speak to people because, like we said, God knows how people need to hear things and Mm -hmm. how they're they're going to be able to receive things the best. Mm -hmm. But let's not complicate it. Let's not complicate the gospel. Uh, It's a simple message. Like we said, it's easy. Mm -hmm. The scripture you have about just calling upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved Mm -hmm. sums it up. That's how easy it is. Mm -hmm. You know, so if nothing else, you can tell people. And, And even if you don't know where the scriptures are located specifically in the Bible, but you know what the Bible says, you can still use those scriptures. You can say, hey, you know, the I told you about Jesus. The Bible says if you call on his name, you will be saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when you're ministering to people, um, remember that they might not just need salvation. They might need healing mm-hmm. before they'll receive salvation. They might need delivered from something before they'll even receive Jesus into their heart as their Lord and Savior. So... Um, when you're out and you're ministering, we just we we just say, hey, you guys, look for more than just are they are do they do they believe in Jesus? There might be more there, and it might be a different route in for them to surrender their heart to the Lord. Amen. Yeah, it's like we said earlier, Jesus met them at their whatever needs they had. So yeah, let's not go in with our grace guns ablaze and just looking for everybody to receive Jesus in their heart right away. If, if they do, that's awesome. But yeah, sometimes there's other things that Jesus needs to take care of in their life first. And then once they experience that, then their heart will be more open to receiving him as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like where you're going with that. That's good. <laughs> so Jesus, we just thank you for this time. We thank you. I'm going to wrap it up, okay? Mm-hmm. Jesus, we thank you for this time. And we just praise you, God. We thank you that we get to preach the gospel, the good message, a good message, which is Jesus Christ and him crucified, Lord, that he died for our sins and that he was beaten and broken and buried 
um, came out of the tomb and then rose again and is Amen. seated at the right hand of God, of the Father, and is making intercession for us. And so we pray for people to, we pray for fellow believers to be bold in, um, be bold and to evangelize and preach the good, the good message of Jesus Christ to people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I agree with that prayer. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, everyone, for, again, uh, joining us for this very first podcast. And then we will have another one, hopefully, in another week or so. Um, If you want to learn more about us or or get any of the other podcasts that we do, you can go to www.spirit-life-ministries.org. Or you can reach us via email at spiritlife.814. That's spiritlife.814 at gmail.com. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I just, you guys stay blessed and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys.